Welcome to the Unwritten Podcast with your host, Thomas Malpass, where we are on a mission to help the world find more purpose, passion, and peace in their everyday lives. Through deep conversations and connection, tune in because we are all on this journey of life together. Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode with your host, Thomas Malpass. Since Valentine's Day is today, when this podcast will be released, I wanted to talk about the love languages and fight languages coined by Lena Morgan, author of the new book, Fight Languages, The Conflict Solution. I wanted to talk about these because I think it's prominent to know both your love languages and your conflict or fight languages to have a long-lasting, long-term relationship. Because I know for a fact that no matter how long your relationship is and no matter how good you think your relationship is, I honestly think there's always going to be some form of disagreements or it may not be heated arguments, yelling back and forth, but there's always going to be some form of disagreement and how you resolve those disagreements. That is your fight language. Your fight languages are basically how you react when trying to protect yourself from the argument. So first, I'm going to go over the love languages. If you haven't heard of love languages, love languages was created by Gary Chapman, author of the five love languages book and book series. He's made multiple books covering the five different love languages for kids, for adults. You get the picture. Let's get into it. (laughs) The first love language is physical touch. Physical touch is when you like to express yourself and give love through physical touch. This can be you love holding hands, you love PDA, public displays of affection, you love expressing and being around your partner physically, you love cuddling, and you love it when your partner does the same to you. This doesn't necessarily mean you value sex because that's physical. It just means you feel most fulfilled and loved when your partner and yourself are both physically close and always touchy-feely, sort of. So the next love language is words of affirmation. Words of affirmation is just your love is motivated by words, people praising you. You feel so warm and tingly inside when somebody praises you, you feel the most loved when somebody appreciates you through expressing themselves with words. This does have a caveat because sometimes when you only look for external validation through words, when somebody is critical or criticizes you through words, that can also cut deeper than somebody whose love language isn't words of affirmation. The next one is acts of service. Acts of service is pretty self-explanatory. Whenever somebody does something for you, an act, 
um, for example, take out the trash. I always say take out the trash or do the dishes for you or any type of service that you would normally do and they do it for you and your partner does it for you, you appreciate it so much. Um, me personally, I'm an acts of service lover. I love doing things for my partner and I love when my partner does things for me, i.e. chores around the house, folding the clothes when I don't have to, menial tasks. doesn't matter what the service is. When your partner does it, you feel loved and appreciated. Next one, quality time. Quality time is another big one because I believe it's important for everybody, but the people whose love language is quality time is you feel loved and appreciated simply being in presence, in the same presence with your partner and just spending genuine quality time, undivided attention with your partner, not with your partner and they're on their phone or you're on you're on your phone or you're doing other things simply doing things together where your undivided attention is with each other that's quality time it could be watching netflix and genuinely being in tune with the show with each other and having fun watching the show or it could be going out and experiencing new things that's quality time. And the last one is gift giving. Gift giving isn't necessarily like, oh, you're just materialistic. Gift giving is surrounding yourself with things, whether it be materialistic or not, that make you feel good and appreciated. And you appreciate gifts more so than the other love languages. This can be gifts such as something that's cheap but memorable you appreciate that way more than the other love languages it doesn't matter the price if it's memorable you'll feel so warm and it'll touch your heart so these are the love languages now we'll go into what the fight languages are and how to understand each other through disagreements so like I said earlier, fight languages or conflict languages coined by Lena Morgan and other researchers are a way that we respond to disagreements when we argue in a partnership, in an intimate relationship. And it's usually ourselves, it's a defense mechanism trying to protect our inner self, trying to protect ourselves from whatever we're disagreeing about. So the first fight language just like love languages there's five of them the first one is the amplifier you're an amplifier if you're if whenever you get into a fight or disagreement you automatically go into defensive mode and you sometimes you like to pick fights and you like to poke the bear um, for example you sometimes feel disconnected and emotional when you're in a disagreement, the amplifier is somebody who's very in their feels, and they they tend to over-dramatize the disagreements or arguments that they're fighting about. 
So that's the amplifier. The second one is the analyzer. The analyzer, I did the test on Lana Morgan's website. Uh, she has a quiz. The analyzer, which is which I got as my fight language, is somebody that looks for logic, reason, and facts in an argument. They dismiss emotions, which is totally me, if they don't seem justified. A thoughtful analysis can produce creative solutions that benefit everyone. Key for conflict in an analyzer's point-for-point -point argument is the signal to take a break. Oh, I forgot to say the, the key for conflict for an amplifier is when your emotions are heightened, that's the signal to take a break. Try finding good music to cry to. <laughs> The next fight language is extinguisher. Extinguisher is somebody that sometimes feels overwhelmed during disagreements and want to escape. Sometimes they bring the fight to an end by just simply refusing to participate. They can escape to work, TV, hobbies, anything to distract themselves to get away from the conflict. And often, more often than not, the extinguisher uh, conflict fight language has trouble coming back to the uh, topic you were disagreeing about which is not helpful at all um, and according to Lena Morgan's key for conflict meaning when to take a break or when to get back to the topic is when an extinguisher feels overwhelmed this is a signal to take a break hit pause and set a time to hit play again. This is key for the extinguisher. Don't just run away, come back when you feel you're in a better headspace. Next is the igniter. The igniter is someone that lights the match that can burn an argument down. Someone that covers hurt and scared feelings simply with anger. This is also a poke the bear type of fighter where you don't want to get on their bad side because you know it's just gonna, not going to end well. They're strong protectors of others, but they're also very reactive when they feel defensive, defenseless themselves. A key for conflict for an igniter, when you feel angered and you're self-aware of this anger, it's a signal to take a break, cool off, and come back when you're not emotional. And finally, the negotiator. When you take the test, there's 10 different questions and it breaks down your what fight languages you are in percentages. Negotiator was my second <laughs> was my second uh, place fight language. And a negotiator, you are an, a negotiator if you want to create resolution even if no one asked you to. <laughs> you try to find resolution in everything. A negotiator values peace and encourages the same for others. A negotiator also elevates self into a role of a parent, teacher, or counselor. So you're like the parent uh, of the relationship trying to coach your child to get over it. <laughs> a key for conflict for a negotiator is pacifying the signal to take a break. Try acknowledging your own feelings again before engaging again instead of trying to coach your partner during the fight and 
even though you value peace and resolution, sometimes you have to understand that that's you and that's not them. You have to take a break when you're pacifying yourself and realize that you both may need time before you come back together and solve this peacefully. So, yeah. That is a brief explanation of the love languages and the fight languages. And depending on what you are, how you react and show up to how you show up when you love somebody and how you show up and how you resolve disagreements in fights when you're in a long-term committed relationship. I'm a big proponent to this because if you truly know your love language, you know how to show up for your partner. You know what touches their love points and touches their heart and you know how to show up for them. And the same thing for fight languages. Yes, we can be in the heat of the battle and most of these, most more often than not, when we're in a disagreement, we tend to want to understand each other and may end up just leaving. You don't want to go to bed angry, right? And sometimes you don't want to go to bed without a conflict resolved, right? Even though you may not argue and scream at each other, you still may not want to go to bed with a conflict unresolved because honestly I believe when your conflicts are unresolved they build up tension and resentment and over time you don't want this to be bottled up anger or emotions you need to figure out what your fight language is to better understand your partner in a long-term committed relationship and I honestly believe that these are all true and if you want to go check out Lena Morgan's book go check it out I think it's profound actually and I think it's going to be the next big thing compared to love languages and yeah I hope this helped you out guys I know it's Valentine's uh, season and love season is always love season is 365 24 7 but yeah I hope this helped you understand how you can show up in a long-term committed relationship and make your long-term committed relationship last and be more joyful and happy and fulfilling and rich so yeah if you like this episode please give it a review wherever you listen to your podcast it helps the uh, podcast algorithm subscribe wherever you subscribe to and share share this with somebody you think it may benefit and resonate with and until next time guys as always stay curious i'll see you in the next one peace